You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome. Hello, how are you doing today? In today's English lesson, you are going to learn some English words we use for parts of the body, but not just any body parts. I'm pretty sure most people know the, the head, the hand, the leg, the arm. No, these are going to be more advanced English words, just in case you want to refer to your elbow or your kneecap. And we are outside today. You might be able to tell. So who knows what sounds we will hear, what kind of people will walk by, what kind of cars will drive by. This is live. Pretty much anything could happen. But the main goal is for you to learn some English terms we use for body parts. Before we get started, I would like to say hello to a few people. We, we have my friend here, Harry. He is from Indonesia. I re-watch all of Bob the Canadian's live streams just because he's so awesome. And I saw yesterday, at one time, I thought Harry was from China because I had another subscriber named Harry from China, but it wasn't Harry 300. It was a different Harry. Noriko, hope you're doing well. Artem, hope all is well in Ukraine or as well as it can be. You know who else is here? It's Thomas. Thomas is here. Rod is here. Welcome. Audie the Thai is here. Hope you're doing well in Thailand. I speak with Audie almost every day. He is always giving us updates on the volley server. Ibrahim is here, maybe the first subscriber of the channel, Ibrahim from Egypt. And of course, my good friend Aroni, Aroni is here watching from Milano, Italy. Right. Welcome. Karina from Poland. Poland is in the house. Hope all is, is go. Oh, okay. Watch out for this guy. Watch out for this guy. It is Modags. He is in the house. Yeah, if you, he is asking, first question, what kind of clothes will show up? Yeah, I don't know. If you saw the recent English lesson I did about, man, what was it about? Oh, how to talk about easy things in English. Yeah, I was walking through a park. If something is easy, you can say it's a walk in the park. Learning English is not a walk in the park. It's hard. But I was walking through a park 
And along the way, during the English lesson, spoiler alert, it's in the first couple seconds, we found a pair of pants, we found a shirt, and I think a person was living in a tent. So Stacy's here. Hope you're doing well. Olge is here. I do need to mention Olge. He has been a channel member for a while from Turkey, but he recently upgraded. He is now a gold member. So I have a little something for you, Olge. Let me find it. Where is it? Olge. Join us on volley, my friend. He just, I think it was just yesterday. It was during this live stream. Um, and the live stream has been up for a few days. So Olge just upgraded. If you would like to become a channel member, there is a link and uh, I have something for you. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the discord, the members chat and the bonus videos. Yeah, so Olge is not a brand new channel member, but he's a new gold member. Guess who else? Natalia. Got a little something for you here. She also became a member while this live stream was up. I took a little screenshot and I would like to thank her right now as a car. Pulls up. They're, I think they're visiting my neighbor though. All right, focus, focus. Here we go. Thank you so much, Natalia. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. All right, thank you. Now that I've said thank you to Natalia and Olga, what do you say we get started learning some body parts? Yes, this English lesson is going to be all about the body parts you might not know but they're still very important. So let's start with this first one. You probably know the ear, but that car's driving away. But do you know the ear lobe? The ear lobe. Yes. And I have a sentence here for you. There might be two sentences there. Ear lobes are a popular place to pierce. I like that sentence. And it might be a new verb for you. Earlobes are a popular place to pierce. Some people pierce their earlobes so they can wear earrings. So the part of the ear, part of the ear, and some people will pierce the upper part of the ear, but the bottom part of the ear is called the earlobe. And you can pierce that if you want to wear Earrings. Earlobe is our first body part. The next one that you might not know, nostril. Nostril. And most people have two of them, so we call them nostrils. Nostrils. I have a sentence for you right here. Nostrils are what English speakers call the little holes in their nose. And of course, just like the picture there, you can pierce your nose if you would like to, and you'll probably have an extra hole in your nose. So this person here, they have two holes we call nostrils, and it looks like they have another hole where they will put their nose ring. 
See, I get too distracted. Can you hear the plane flying over? This is why I need to do the English lessons from my basement. Even though it was flooded recently, there are fewer distractions down there. I'm easily distracted. If you are distracted, it means you're not focused. Okay, focus, Brent. Little pep talk to myself. Focus, focus. Let's check the, check the chat just in case I didn't answer something. Anytime you have a question about any of these body parts, stick it in the chat. I will do my best to answer it. Ricardo. Looks like Ricardo just became a new member. Now your name will be in green. You have a few extra emojis. If you are a gold member, check us out on Volley. If you are a silver member, check us out on Discord. And if you're a bronze member, you get all the bonus videos. There are quite a few. I think over 100. So Ricardo, thank you so much. Got a little something for you, my friend. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. And guess what? Every time there's a new member or something else is on the screen, I sneak a little sip. Sip of water. Must stay hydrated. So I think I've taken three sips of water already. We might be good for a little while. Ricardo, thank you. The next one. Now, I often don't like talking about hair. Why? Because I'm losing mine. You could probably tell. I'm going bald. I have a receding hairline. So I have fewer hair follicles than I did a few years ago, but a hair follicle is that little hole that hair comes out of. And I do have a sentence for you. The hair follicle is the little hole that hair comes out of right there. So we have strands of hair. That's what we call the individual pieces of hair, strands of hair. And each strand of hair has a hair follicle. That's where your hair comes from. That little hole. Oh my goodness. There are a lot of chats that I have missed. All right. Okay. We'll join us on volley. Great. Natalia just gave you a shout out. Thank you so much for being a channel member. Manuel's here. Manuel lives in a beautiful place in the world. Ah, yes. The queen died. She passed away. Now we have King Charles III, right? Is Luke here? I see somebody saying hi to Luke. Maybe it's the Luke from Poland. He's maybe back from Spain. He shared some pictures uh, on Discord. Earlobe. I, didn't, I don't even know what that's called in my language. Oh, very nice. In Indonesian? Well, yeah. Um, the earlobe comes up quite often with children. And you might say, hey, we need to get our ears pierced. Where do you want that piercing? Please do it on the earlobe. The earlobe. Love it. 
Elena, the earlobe is the most, ooh, can I, can I say that word? I don't know. I don't know if this is this type of channel here, but um, since Elena mentioned it, um, an erogenous zone, um, yeah, maybe look it up. Maybe I won't mention it, but an erogenous zone, look that up in English. This is a family channel. Uh, Mega, welcome from India. Hope you, yes, there he is back from Spain. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Williams. Oh, very nice. Williams, but have you haven't sent a video on Volley yet, have you? So you don't have to send a video, but I try to release a video on Volley three or four times a week. Just give you an update in English. It's probably me at school getting ready for my work day. Sam, the Taiwanese, also been a channel member for a long time. Cecilia, welcome. Maybe the first subscriber. Ibrahim and Cecilia were really, really early, like day one or two. I think they were the first two subscribers I knew by name. So welcome. You can't hear anything. Uh-oh. Please tell me if the audio is bad. Okay. Harry has no problem. All right, just check in the chat to see. Please, please blow your nose. Do I need to blow my nose? Dan's English lessons. How long have I been recording? We started 13 minutes ago. Eyelash is the next one. The eyelash. I have uh, have something here for you. Some people, mostly women, curl their eyelashes to make them longer. So that part of your eye, if you didn't know, we call that the eyelash. And you know what I hate? One of the things I hate the most is when an eyelash falls off and gets in your eye. Ooh, that can be painful. In fact, yesterday... One of my students in my classroom had an eyelash in her eye or maybe something else for so long, she had to go see the nurse. So yeah, it wasn't coming out. Not fun, not fun at all. The next one is your chin. Did you know this right there? That part of your body is your chin. Your chin is the part of your face right under your lower lip. So lip is not one of the vocabulary words we're studying today, but you do have a lower lip and you have an upper lip. So chin, lower lip, upper lip. Some people choose to pierce their lips as well. Maybe you can pierce any body part. It's possible, I think. The next one, eyebrows. You could definitely pierce your eyebrows. You could. I've seen it. Eyebrows help keep sweat, rain, and debris out of your eyes. And I wanted to write that sentence so I could pronounce debris for you. Debris. 
So debris is just any little bits and pieces of things you can't quite name. So debris that might fall into your eyes might be sand, might be dirt, little bits of trash, maybe little bugs. Debris is a good term for just little things or little pieces of trash that you can't quite name. Unfortunately, after a storm moves through a town, there might be a lot of debris left over. Debris can be small. Debris can be really big. Debris. Pretty good word to know. I think it comes from the French, but it's also pretty hard to pronounce because you see that S at the end of the word and you might want to pronounce it, but we don't. Debris. Eyebrows. Most people have two. Natalia, talking about ears, what's the word for the inside organ that we used? Oh, that we use to hear. I don't know. That's a good question. Apparently, the ear has the most amount of bones in your body. But you might hear the term eardrum. Eardrum, it's inside the ear. I'm not exactly a doctor, and I can't say for sure if that's what we use to hear with, but I think most people might say, ooh, ooh, I've heard of a busted eardrum, maybe a boxer. See, I'll put myself on full screen here because I'm using, I'm boxing right now. Yeah. Do I look like a good boxer? Never boxed a day in my life. But you can imagine if someone is boxing and they get hit right in the ear and they lose their hearing, we might say they have a busted eardrum, just like drum that you beat on the musical instrument drum. Natalia, good question. Hey, manual. I love it. Later on in the lesson, there will be some idioms for some of the body parts, but this one right here, a phrasal, is it a phrasal verb? Probably an idiom, probably an idiom. Yeah. Hey, keep your chin up. That means don't get discouraged. When things get tough, keep going. Hey, chin up, chin up. It just means don't lose confidence. So when English learning gets hard, keep working, keep your chin up. Nice one, Manuel. Nice one. I love these live streams because when I don't mention something, somebody mentions it in the chat and it's a good thing to learn. Is Leticia here from Brazil? I missed her. But if she's here, hello. Nash. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Just check in the chat to see if I'm missing anything. Now, Harry mentions dimples. This is not one of the body parts that I mentioned, but let's talk about it right now. I don't have dimples, so I can't show you. Jamie does have a dimple, but a dimple is a kind of a hole in your face. 
which sounds worse than it is. But um, some people might think dimples are cute. When you smile, you might see dimples even more if somebody has a dimple. Please let me know in the chat. Do you have a dimple? Maybe I can Google and we can I can share a picture of a dimple so it is really clear. Because a hole in your face doesn't sound great. Okay, here we got some dimples. This is a good picture. It's it's not really a hole. I might call it an indention. That's exactly what it is, but that's a higher level advanced English word, but it is an indention. It's not a hole, but watch this. I'm going to share the Google page and then everyone will know what a dimple is now. There you go. That's what we call dimples in English. Look at that. And when, when people smile, you can see them even more. So those are dimples. Thanks, Harry. So I'm wondering who in the chat has a dimple? I do not. Ooh, if you have a hole or an indention right here, which I do, but you can't see it because of my gray beard, uh, we call that a cleft chin, cleft chin, cleft chin. Let's take a look here. Yeah, mode. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mention the belly button. And I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to show you my belly button. You don't want to see that. But that is the hole at the bottom of your belly. You could get your belly button pierced. I've seen it. But yeah, doesn't matter. If you have a big belly, you can get it pierced, I guess. Doesn't matter, right? Oh, dog barking. And uh, Olga mentioned how he hates dogs barking. I saw that in one of his uh, comments, I think on a, on, on a member's video. Stacy does not have dimples. Danny does, though. Danny has a dimple. Yeah, don't give up. Keep your chin up. Chin up. We say quite a bit. Or if somebody is sad, you can say the same thing. Hey, chin up. Yeah. Discouraged, sad. <laughs> Freddie Wolf, uh, what do you call that little part under your nostril and above your upper, upper lip? Yeah, I don't think we have a name for that. And I mean, we probably do. I don't know it, though. Freddie, I don't know. Just like Harry said, he didn't know a word in Indonesian, but he's not an Indonesian teacher. I should know that. Oh, um, divot, I think is what we call it. The divot. Let me, let me go. I, I want to see the dimples, but um, I think we call it a divot. Let's see if I can pronounce it. Divot. It's definitely not used though very often. I think there was a commercial um, a couple, like when I was a kid. I don't think that's it. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Freddie. Sorry. A divot is it? 
when you're golfing and you make a hole in the grass from swinging your club, that's a divot. And I almost thought that was a divot here, but when I looked it up, it didn't show up. Is it, are dimples lucky, Mega? I don't know. Natalia, dimples are called daisies. Oh, cute. I like that. That's cute. That's cute. Dimple, yes. Woo, this is upper level. Um, dimple can be a verb. It absolutely can. Um, trying to think of how we would use it, but um, this is probably a bad example, but let's say you have a beach ball, a plastic ball with air in it. And if the air kind of goes out of the ball and it gets smaller and it has all kinds of little indentions in it, we can say that the beach ball has dimpled. So yes, it's, it's advanced English, but dimple can be a verb as well. It has dimpled. Yeah. Not used very often, but Natalia is from Chile. That's awesome. Artem is dimpleless. He does not have any dimples. All right, Mode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cleft chin. Thanks, Mode. Or a butt chin. I think Tom Hanks has mentioned he has a butt chin. I think. Yeah, dimples are cute. I agree. I agree. I like Jamie's dimples. That's for sure. All right. Okay. So maybe, did somebody? Okay. Love the live chat. So if that is what this part of your body is called, your upper lip, it would be a phyltum, I guess. So if that is used, I have never heard it. So if you use it around a native English speaker, chances are they might look at you like this. Huh? Another dog. What's that? Yeah. Thank you so much. I learned something on the live chat. I do. I learn a lot from my students. That's for sure. Okay. There are so many good questions in the chat. Let's keep doing this here for a little bit. How about the space in between your teeth? I'm lucky that I don't have a space in between my teeth. And I think the lighting is making my teeth look more yellow than they really are. But if you have a space in between your teeth, we call that a gap. And you might hear someone described as gap toothed. If they have a big gap, between their two front teeth, you might hear them called gap toothed. And you could probably get braces if you want, but uh, probably pretty expensive too. Say what? Say what? All right. And we can hear some sirens, or at least I can. I'm not sure if you can. Hey, if this English lesson is helping you learn any new body parts, you mind hitting that like button? And we will get back with the lesson. Eyebrows. Eyelash. How about this one? We are moving down the body. 
as the police go by. Elbow. Did you know this one? Elbow. I can show you it right there. I'm very small on the screen, but it's an elbow. How about this? Did you know this one? The weenus. My favorite term of the day. It's the weenus. So I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, but if you take the skin under your elbow, which is right here, and pull it down, that is called your weenus. What is the weenus in your language? <laughs> like I said, this is slang. And you can see this is a meme. This boy looks around 12 years old. Young children love this term, the weenus. And he says, can I touch your weenus? Ha ha. It's the skin on your elbow. This is funny because weenus sounds like penis. The weenus. Yeah, it's not an official body part, but I couldn't do an advanced English lesson without mentioning weenus. I thought I had. Yes, I do. Here we go. The weenus is not a real body part. It's slang, but young children think the name is funny. Weenus. And we probably have some very immature people in the chat, like myself, who still think weenus is funny. It's fun to say. You can practice pronouncing it on your own. Weenus. All right, let's check the chat to make sure we didn't miss anything. Sita is here. Hope you're doing well down there in Brazil. Yeah. Moda uh, left. Uh, I saw the message in the chat. Gave, we're going to talk about thumbs up in a minute, by the way. But he gave a thumbs up when he saw Weenus. Oh, Amina is working today. On Saturdays, I know she's either working or shopping, but she often leaves a comment that she watches it on replay. So a big shout out to anyone watching on replay. Hope you're learning lots of English. Freddie says, the body is made with bones, but what do we call the kind of bones that the ears are made with? Yeah, they're just small bones. They are still bones. And like I said, from what I understand, the ear has the most bones of any body part. But remember, I'm only an English teacher, not a doctor. I could be completely wrong completely wrong. Wait a second. I'm sure that you can't lick your elbows. Can you? I don't know. Let's try. Can can you lick? Uh, no, I don't think I can. Feel free to try that at home. Try licking your elbows. Please tell me you are in a coffee shop watching this and you are trying to lick your elbows in public. That would make me so happy. I can envision that right now. Somebody trying to learn English, but because Harry says you can't lick your elbows, everyone is trying. 
I don't think any of my neighbors saw me try to lick my elbow. That would be embarrassing. I'm sure they've seen me do worse. Okay. Hey, wait. We're, oh, it just jumped. Browbeat flash. We just talked about brows, didn't we? Let's see if I can pull it up again. Browbeat. This is something. This is something you might hear. So let's discuss it. If somebody is browbeating somebody else, it's basically like they're giving them a piece of their mind. They are really mad at them and they are probably yelling at them. Browbeating. Yeah. Parents have to be careful not to browbeat their children too much. Like if they get into trouble and you just keep on like being mad at them and telling them what they did wrong and a lot of pointing, we will talk about pointing soon. Uh, that's browbeating. Some birds fly over. I was distracted. Can you hear them? Browbeat. Great one, Flash. Great one. All right. Hello. From Jot. Probably said your name wrong. I'm sorry, but welcome. Madi's here. I did not see Madi, but if you're here, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, browbeat is to tell someone off, but it goes on for too long. Yeah, to tell someone off... It might happen pretty quickly, but if you're browbeating them, it's just, you keep at it over and over browbeating. Good question. Good question. Uh-oh. Regis, there are three small bones inside the ear. They are the smallest bones of the body. Okay. So maybe the smallest bones, not the most. But what other part of the body would have more bones than three? Could be the ear. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know all of the um, bones of the ear. Eardrum would be common. There might be hammer, ear hammer or something, I think. But I don't know too much about the bones of the ear. What's that? Why do we have to lick our elbows? What? Yeah, why not? Why not, Mega? Give it a try. Let's see what happens. No, I don't think I don't think you can. I think it's I think Harry was just trying to make us look silly. I don't need any help in looking silly. I'm fine looking silly on my own. I do a fine job of looking silly. What you don't need to. I I did. Well, I guess I didn't have to. All right. So eyebrows, eyelash, elbow. Weenus. Fingernail. You know, that's what's called, that part of your body is called a fingernail. Now, some people, like myself, like to keep the fingernails fairly trimmed. My fingernails are trimmed. That's the verb we could use. I trim my fingernails with a fingernail clipper. But this person obviously likes their fingernails to be a little longer. Some people like to paint their fingernails to make them stand out. Or 
big word coming up, or accentuate them. If you accentuate something, you make it stand out. You want everyone to notice it. So when you're wearing earrings, earrings accentuate your ears. If you're wearing a necklace, necklace will accentuate your neck. Mm, accentuate. It makes it stand out. Hope that helps. Now might be a good time for me to uh, grab a sip of water and to uh, let you listen to this while I do it. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. Yeah, so if you are learning English and you think this is helpful, share it with a friend. And you're, if, if you're an English junkie, there's a cup you can order to show everyone how much you love English. I tried to set the cup down as silently as possible, but I think you still heard it. Fingernails. Yes. Please let me know in the chat. Do you like to keep your fingernails long or do you like to keep your fingernails trimmed? See, the women in my life, my daughter and my wife, I think have like average length fingernails for a woman. Not really long fingernails like this. I assume this woman in the picture, but I guess it could be a guy. They do look like feminine hands. If anyone is a Seinfeld fan, I know Maria and Modar. There's a episode where Jerry has a girlfriend who has man hands. I don't think you can say man hands in English anymore. I think you will get canceled. Oh, thought that was, oh, Jamie's back. So you'll hear a car drive into the garage here in a minute. I just waved. Palm. How about that? Do you know that part of your hand? It's your palm. Palm. That's how you say it. Palm. The L is pretty much silent. Palm. Palm. And I do have a sentence for you. It's right there. If you have someone in the palm of your hand, you have all of their attention. I hope with this English lesson, it's so good that you are watching the screen, waiting on my every word and learning lots of English. I hope I have all of your attention. If I do, I have you in the palm of my hand. Yeah. So if a speaker is really good, they have the audience in the palm of their hand. Hopefully as a teacher, I do sometimes. But that part of your hand is called the palm. The palm. The L is not pronounced. Now let's talk about the fingers. Each of your five fingers has a name in English. I'm sure they have a name in your native language. 
this finger right there, the pointer finger, the pointer, the pointer finger. In the U.S. culture, some people think it's rude to point. So if you point at someone, it might be rude, especially with older people. You might. So I think my parents, when I was younger, told me, hey, it's rude to point. When I would point at something in the, uh-oh, my neighbor's coming out. I hope they know I'm doing a live lesson, but they are uh, in their 90s. So I may have to just talk to them for a second. Don't make eye contact. Maybe she'll just say hi. Um, she's just putting something in her mailbox. Okay. Yeah, she's 90. Amazing. Pointer. Pointer. I almost said in American culture, but Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, Canada, we're all part of the Americas. So I didn't want to confuse anyone. So I said the U.S. culture, in the U.S. culture. How about, the, oh, watch out for the bad finger. Watch out for that middle finger. So this woman right here is holding up what we would call a peace sign. Peace. She doesn't want war. She wants no violence. But that finger that the arrow is pointing to is the middle finger. In U.S. culture, giving someone the finger is very rude. Yeah, so be careful. I know it's different in other cultures, but and I'm not going to do it, but right there, right there, that one, we call that the middle finger. I think it's the longest on most people's hands. It's the longest finger. And if you stick only that finger up and your palm is facing you like this, very rude. You probably know that you may hear that sign called the bird, the middle finger sticking only that finger up us slang. It's called the bird. I think I have an English lesson on American hand gestures. All right, let's see. I'm wondering if anybody has long fingernails here. <laughs> um, Manuel, your comment reminded me um, of like face palm. Like usually it's like when you, when you put the palm, hang on, let's get rid of this. When you put your palm of your hand in your face, we call that a face palm. And you can do that when somebody does something like maybe lick their elbows on a live stream. You might. Why is Brent doing that? Come on. Doesn't he know he looks silly trying to lick his elbows? When you have no words, just the face palm. No words. All right, Mega says, since you showed a nail pick. Oh, yeah. Does my school allow students to grow their nails long? Yeah, we, we don't have any rules against long fingernails. No, but I have had a few students 
in the past whose fingernails are so long they can't type. So you have to type for many of my assignments. So I'm wondering if anybody has long fingernails. Manual, you're spoiling it. He says thumb index. The pointer finger is sometimes called the index finger. Manual, nicely done. Yes, we will get to the ring finger next. And I have a different word for that small finger. All right, checking through the chat. Okay, what Williams, love to hear it. What's going on in Argentina? Here in Argentina, my parents always say to me not to point to someone. Okay, so it could be universal. If you're pointing, it's rude. Um, sometimes I, I point in my English lessons, though, to, to make a point. I hope you don't think that's rude. Mario Brothers. Oh, really? Mario Brothers used to show the peace finger at the end of a level. I was so bad at Mario Brothers. I never got to the end of a level. Sadly. Sadly. Oh, yeah, Freddie. Yeah. Um, we do, in English, we call them palm readers. And you can go and someone will read the lines on your palm. Nicely done. All right. Oh, is Jamie in the chat? Jamie is in the chat. Welcome, Jamie. Power of mind, welcome. Hope you're doing well. One of my favorite teachers. I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you so much, power of the mind. All right, back. Well, if I'm one of your favorite teachers, I need to start teaching, right? Let's get back to the lesson. Where were we? Oh, yes. The middle finger. How about this one? Manual mentioned. That's the ring finger. So when most people, not all, but when most people get married, they will put, at least in the United States, they will put a finger, nope, they will put a ring on their finger. And it always goes on the left hand, this finger. We call that, makes sense, right? We call it the ring finger, the ring finger. Now, Earlier, I think Manuel said the little finger. That little one right there, it's called the pinky. Also the little one. But that little finger at the end of your hand, we do also call the pinky, the pinky finger. And also your little toe, pinky toe. That little toe, just on the end of your, your toe, and it has a, a toenail, Ooh. fingernail, toenail, same thing, just on your toe. But that little pinky toe, it has that little pinky nail. Like, why is it even there? Like, you can't even see it. Sometimes you have to clip it. But for me, rarely, the pinky toe kind of gets forgotten sometimes, the pinky toe. Hope this English lesson is helping you. If it is, please don't forget to like it and subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. The next, oh, wait, hang on. I do have a, 
Hang on. I do have a sentence for you for pinky finger. That person in the picture is wearing a splint on their pinky finger. That's what we call that thing in English. It is a splint. So if you hurt your finger or if you hurt a part of your body and you want to keep it safe while it heals, you can put a splint on it. Or maybe a doctor will put a splint on it. A splint is temporary. Like when you take a shower, you might be able to take off your splint so it doesn't get wet. If you break a bone, you might have to put a cast on it. And a cast is more permanent. You might have to wear that for six or eight weeks and it can't get wet. So a splint can come off easily. A cast stays on there a little bit more. Can't really take it off if you need to take a shower and it can get a little itchy under your cast. And of course, last but not least on the finger, or sorry, on the hand is your thumb. And this has been mentioned in U.S. culture. If everything is going well, we might give it a thumbs up. So a lot of times in my classroom, if it's really quiet and students are working, I might just do this to a student. They might do it back to me. Give me a thumbs up to let me know they don't need any help right now. Yeah. So if something's going well, give that person a thumbs up. Now, I think in other cultures, this is something bad. But in the United States, feel free to give someone the thumbs up. Even when you meet them, like, hey, how's it going? Just makes people feel good. Thumbs up. The next one, pop this back up here. Knuckles, did you know that part of your body is called your knuckles? Yeah. It's kind of right under your fingers on the other side of your palm. We would call that the back of your hand. So let's, let's see. So palm back of your hand and right at the top those are your knuckles those are your knuckles and uh at my school and most places you can give somebody a fist bump right there you just because of uh the pandemic fewer people are shaking hands Instead, people are just giving fist bumps. Some people will give elbows. Or you can say, hey, give me knuckles. That just means if somebody does really well in school, maybe they answer a question really well, some teachers will give their students knuckles to let them know they did a good job. Fist bump. Or giving someone knuckles is a common greeting in the United States. A lot of my students this year giving knuckles 
as they go by. So on the way to lunch, students usually walk in a line, more or less, some kind of line. And a lot of times when I'm going the opposite way, the students will just hold out their, we, we could call this a fist too. When you take your fingers and ball it up, take your fingers, ball it up. That's what I just did to my hand. I balled it up. You can give each other knuckles. You can give each other a fist bump. I'm balling up my fist. I didn't add that, but that's good. If I hope that this doesn't happen to you, but if you need to punch somebody before you do, you would ball up your fist. This would be a slap if you have to hit somebody. I hope you don't have to hit anybody. But just in case you do and you want to tell them what you're doing in English, hey, I am slapping you. Hey, I am punching you. I'm balling up my fist and punching you. All right. Hansa, how are you? Please, I have a pain inside my wrist. This disease is called, yes, we call it corporal tunnel. Corporal tunnel. If somebody does the same motion over and over for many years with their wrist, they can get corporal tunnel syndrome. That's what it's called, corporal tunnel syndrome. One of my favorite bands used to have somebody that played the fiddle or the violin and they developed corporal tunnel syndrome. Sorry to hear that, Hansa. Sorry to hear that. I know it can be painful. Classical music. Who's discovering classical music? I was listening to some Bach this week. Very relaxing. Forgot what the what what's the um, name of the song. Is it Concerto 3 in D minor, maybe? All right, the next one. How about this part of your body? Did you know that? Your thigh. The upper part of your leg is called your thigh. So you can see that person is wearing shorts, and they pulled up their shorts to reveal a bruise or a black and blue on their thigh. So the upper part of your leg, at least the front part, we'll talk about the back part in a minute. The front part of your upper leg is called your thigh. And I do have a sentence for you. In that picture, the person has a bruise or black and blue on their upper thigh. Yes, that looks pretty painful pretty painful. The next one. Now this is the back of your upper leg. It sounds like somebody is leaving again. Maybe Jamie. It is Jamie. She's leaving. Um, the back of your upper leg on the opposite side of your thigh is what we call your hamstring. Your hamstring. Or sometimes you might call it your hammy. If you don't warm up before you work out, 
you might pull a hamstring or pull a hammy. That's one of the most common ways you will hear somebody talk about their hamstring is because they pulled it. Believe you me, it hurts when you do it. I have done it before. Pulling a hammy is not fun. Feel free to let us know in the chat if you've ever pulled a hammy. And every time I've done it, it's because I didn't warm up. Hurts. Takes a long time for that pain to go away. Just checking through the chat. Hey, Manuel says his thigh is tight. That's a good term to know. If your muscles are tight, it means you need to warm up. Like maybe, maybe you slept the wrong way. Are you at that age where sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're just sore? You didn't do anything but sleep. So we might say, I slept on my elbow wrong and it might feel tight or you might have slept on your shoulder. This is your shoulder right at the top of the arm. It's a little tight. I need to work out my shoulder and you can, you can work out this way or you might just work out a kink. If something doesn't feel right, it's a little tight. You can go like this. If someone asks you, what are you doing? My shoulder is a little tight. I'm just working out a kink. I think I slept on it wrong. Hope that helps. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like maybe mode had to go. Mode had to go. If you did, sorry. Thomas, good. He knows this. Hopefully some of this is new for you. Hopefully some of it is review. That way it will stick in your mind even more. Neville, hope you're doing well. Yeah. Injury that can last a long, long time. Not fun. Kneecap. Did you know that part of your body is called the kneecap? Right there. And if you ever heard it, not a good place to get hurt. Your kneecap. So that part of your knee, that part of your leg right in the middle where it bends is your knee. But the hard part, the bone is your kneecap. And there isn't a lot of fat. There isn't a lot of flesh around your kneecap. So if you bump it, Of course, it really hurts. Kneecap. You know, one thing I forgot to mention when we talked about elbow was something Jamie reminded me of. When I was coming up with terms for this lesson, she said, ooh, you should mention the funny bone. And I wanted to say it when I was talking about the elbow. But everyone knows this. You don't have to know English to know this. But if you bump your elbow the right way, you will feel something that is half 
pain, but half like I want to laugh. And we say, you just bumped your funny bone. So it's a special part of your elbow. It's slang, but a special part of your elbow. When you bump it the right way or the wrong way, when you bump it the right way, you'll feel that feeling. And you might do this and it's a tingle that goes up and down your arm after you bump your funny bone. So I know you know the feeling, but I just wanted you to know it in English. You can say, oh, I just bumped my funny bone. I hate that when that happens. Any more questions? I think that's it for the slides. Yeah, that's it for the slides. So if there are no more questions, we'll get out of here <coughs> after I cough. Absolutely. Arone says office work. If you're doing the same thing all the time, a lot of typing, a lot of writing, you can get corporal tunnel uh, as well. Oh, no. Mega pulled a hamstring. Not fun. Not fun. I'm probably going to say this wrong. I'm sorry. But Akasu? Hope you're doing well. Welcome. Hey, even if you were late, when I end this, the replay will be available. It might take a day for the captions to turn on, but they will be there. Let's see, what is this? Natalia, can I do a future lesson about the inside parts of your body? Sure. Yeah, so the type of bones you might have, the fibia, the tibia. Absolutely. The ulna, right? Eagles fly. He's from East Timor. Just getting here. Yeah, we are just wrapping up. Sure, diseases. So many things we can talk about when it comes to the body. All right. I think that's it. This is uh, usually one of my favorite hours of the week. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I know there are a lot of English teachers on YouTube and they are very good, but you chose to watch me. Thank you so much. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, please subscribe. Hit that like button. Helps other people find the lesson and I'll see you next week. Yeah. Let me know in the comments. What do you want to see for lessons next week? I have an idea, but I can always be swayed. Maybe we'll wait a little while to do the bones of the body, Natalia, but maybe something else not related to the body. Let me know. I have the alcohol lesson ready to go, but when I put up a poll, not many people voted for alcohol. And I know a lot of countries, alcohol is not something you can drink. So, Maybe I'll put up a poll. What English lesson would you like to see next week? Thank you so much, everyone. See ya. Huh. Maybe an English lesson in the middle of the week and then one on Saturday. All right. Adios, amigos. Thank you so much.